Let's uh, chat a little bit about the uh, Surrey policing transition. I'm not even sure you can call it a transition yet. I think we've been just debating and discussing it for so long. As you know, uh, last week, Public Safety Minister Mike Farnworth uh, did make a binding decision, but he strongly suggests that Surrey continue its transition to a municipal police force, the Surrey Police Service. We learned also that from January to March of this year, Surrey has spent more than $20 million for the SPS in addition to the costs uh, for the RCMP. Now, um, the minister did say that the provincial government, specifically provincial taxpayers, let's call this what it is, are willing to put in $150 million over five years to help with that transition. And if uh, Surrey does decide to go with the Surrey Police Service, they also wouldn't have to pay uh, you know, $70 million in severance uh, to wind down the SPS. So just based on um, the SPS and sticking with the SPS and keeping that provincial money, that uh, there's almost $220 million that will be saved by Surrey taxpayers. That was a good time to chat with our good friend Frank Buchholz, who's a Surrey Now leader columnist. I just want to chat with him about what he's hearing in Surrey and the mood and mindset of of, uh, of uh, residents there. Frank, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you, Jess. So what are you hearing since uh, uh, last week and everything that transpired on Friday? What kind of things are you hearing from residents? Well, I think most residents are not very happy that the drama is continuing. I think they were hoping that it would be some resolution one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, that isn't happening. And um, I think they're also somewhat confused because they're getting extremely mixed messages from politicians at various levels and, you know, even at the same level coming from different civic parties. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, they're saying, well, we know we're paying extra money for this. What are we getting for it? And what's the final resolution going to be? Mm-hmm. I find it interesting. On Friday, I, I decided to look at the Twitter account of all of the uh, nine MLAs for Surrey, which are I think, seven NDP, two BC United. Not one of them, not one of them mentioned this SPS announcement decision or their thoughts on it. It's, it, it's as if nobody, I mean, nobody wants to touch the issue. Nobody wants to be near it. Nobody wants to pick a side. It was quite fascinating for nine MLAs from two parties and nobody mentioned it. Yeah, that that is very interesting, and I think it's it definitely tells you part of the story right there. <laughs> it, it does. Um, your sense of the mayor, I mean, the mayor got elected uh, uh, based on uh, one stance, which is, uh, we're keeping the RCMP, come, we're just not going to change. We're going to stick with the RCMP. We're going to uh, wind down this transition. Do you think with the dollars the provincial government has promised and potentially maybe a few more dollars, uh, judging by what uh, Premier Eby um, uh, said uh, after the uh, press conference or after the announcement that there might be even more dollars, a few more dollars. Do you think that would convince Mayor Locke that perhaps uh, there might be a solution or a route to the SPS? Well, I think she's been pretty firm on the issue pretty well from the time she split from Doug McCallum, because as you know, she was part of his slate and voted for SPS at the 2018 inaugural meeting, as mm-hmm. did every other member of council. Um, and um, I think what the way the government handled the announcement by giving her a heavily redacted copy with no advance uh, notice really of what the recommendation was going to be, I mean, I, I don't think that's a good way to win friends and influence people. No. And um, so... I see at this point in time no evidence that she's likely to to change her mind. The RCMP have said they can supply the personnel without raiding other police detachments. And as several members of her council have said, well, it's interesting. They said you can't 
take any RCMP officers from other detachments, but they said nothing about the SPC, SPS and where they're hiring their members from, which mm-hmm. could be from RCMP detachments or local municipal police forces. So there seems like there's a double standard. Can SPS continue to do what they're doing if the mayor says we're not giving you any more money? That's what, They've been doing that all the way along, and uh, the mayor basically and council have little say because all the decisions are being made by the police board. The mayor's job is to write the checks. And I think that's been a real disappointment to a lot of Surrey residents because this thing was sold that there would be more local control, but the police board is appointed by the province. And uh, so there, you know, there's who's who's really in charge? Is the council in charge or is the police board in charge? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, how much longer can this go, though? I mean, I, I, if she digs in her heels, the mayor, uh What's to say that this, I mean, the city's still going to mention, and she's going to continue to say, it's ultimately our decision. Yes, he, the, the minister can recommend uh, a certain force. Uh, they may entice us with the dollars, but ultimately this is still our decision as council. And, and can the province, do you think, do anything about it? I think that they can't because they would have otherwise mm-hmm. uh, with the decision. And I think that explains a lot as to why those MLA's Twitter accounts were completely silent (laughs) on Friday, because they realize that if this issue continues to drag on and if the council ultimately does decide on the RCMP and there's this huge property tax increase to pay severance and all these other things, uh, that is going to rebound on the NDP MLA's in Surrey. And the interesting point on that is there's a lot of them. And if they were to lose a number of those seats, um, you know, that could impact their majority because at this point in time, it looks like they're going to win another majority government. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, you know, I think the province could have done a way better job in handling this right from the beginning. And as we were talking last week, I said, I wish that they had said there should be a referendum way back when Mike Farnworth was first dealing with this. Yes. Instead of, uh, you know, saying, oh, we approve this. And I mean, it was clear even at that point, and you made the point really well when we were talking last week. I mean, this was McCallum was just ramming this thing through. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a council decision. He was ramming it through, and there was no information being provided even to members of council, let alone to the public. And he could have at that point in time, I think, done a wise thing and said, yeah, we'll go with this if the people approve it in a referendum. It would have been way cheaper than all the stuff that's happened since. Yeah, I mean, not only uh, is Surrey dealing with this issue and continues to do so, it's expensive. Now you brought in BC taxpayers, and we heard from residents and callers here saying, you know, why am I tax dollars now paying for that transition as well? So, And then you've had uh, civic leaders. I think the mayor of Langley Township has spoken up. Uh, we had... Uh, uh, Mr. Minhas from uh, New Westminster Council, uh, Daniel Fontaine as well, and others saying, wait a minute here, we've got policing challenges. How about some dollars this way? So inevitably, inevitably, this has almost become not just a region-wide issue, but a province, provincial issue yep, as well. It has, and I, I don't think it's been well handled at the, you know, right from the beginning. I think they could have done a much smoother job than they have done. But well, let's see how things transpire over the next uh, few weeks on this issue. Frank, always great to chat with you. Yeah, and great look to chat with you, Jess. Thanks so much for that.